Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you. And today I want to share a couple of fun stories from our new dog book, which is the best-selling dog book we've ever had, actually. It's all about life lessons from the dog. And we've been talking about rescued dogs who rescue us back, dogs that act as natural therapy dogs, and dogs that are our fierce protectors. And today I'm sharing two stories about smart dogs, or at least dogs that appear to be smart. Now, why do I say that? Because Ken Pren kind of pulled one over on everyone when he presented his dog Bubba as the smartest dog anyone had ever seen. Ken had adopted Bubba as a puppy and decided to train him by using hand signals. It took months, but after working with Bubba for hours every day, he knew his hand signals. If Ken extended his palm downward, Bubba would lie down. If Ken held up one pinky and wiggled it, Bubba knew that meant that he should dance. He would rise up on his back legs and move around like he was dancing. If Ken cupped his hand over his ear, Bubba knew that he was supposed to bark. If Ken placed his index finger on his lips, that meant Bubba should stop barking. As Bubba grew, so too did the number of tricks that he knew. And Bubba went everywhere with Ken. So one spring afternoon, they went to a backyard cookout, and their host, Vern, said that he was great at training dogs, and he would teach Bubba some tricks. So Ken let him try. He sat on a lawn chair, and he watched with amusement as Vern tried to teach Bubba some tricks, things like sitting, which of course is pretty elementary for a dog. But when Vern would say, Bubba, sit, Bubba would do nothing. No matter what Vern tried for 20 minutes, Bubba wouldn't respond. Because, of course, he was accustomed to hand signals, not spoken commands. He was actually perplexed by what Vern was doing because it hadn't even occurred to him that a human would try to teach him using his voice instead of his hands. So Vern gave up on teaching Bubba to sit and instead moved on to dancing. He tried to teach the dog to stand on his hind legs and dance, but again, nothing. Then Ken decided to mess with his friend Vern. Without Vern seeing him, he gave Bubba the hand signal to stand on his hind legs. And when Vern shouted in triumph that he had finally succeeded and told Bubba to dance, Ken secretly gave Bubba the hand signal for dancing. Now, a bunch of people had gathered around, and they all saw Ken's secret hand signals, and they were all laughing. So finally, Ken took pity on Vern and told him what was really happening, and he took it like a good sport. 
Months later, Ken and Bubba were in Mexico, and Ken decided to up his game a bit. This time, he pretended that Bubba understood Spanish as well as English. So he started calling out the commands in Spanish and showing everyone how quickly this American dog was learning another language. When the crowd around him expressed their amazement, Ken upped the ante again. He also understands Chinese, he claimed. And then Ken spoke some made-up words that he hoped sounded like Chinese. And Bubba obeyed all of those as well, because of course he wasn't listening to what Ken was saying. He was watching his hand signals. So Ken didn't really have an amazing multilingual dog. But I still think it's pretty cool that Bubba understood his hand signals and also that he actually agreed to obey them. Patricia Lund shares another story about a truly intelligent dog, a lab shepherd mix, who had come into their lives unexpectedly. When they first saw him, he was eight months old. He sat there obediently. He didn't bark, but he was tied to a tree because the family that had him didn't want him. He had been dropped into their hands, and actually the husband in that family was planning to just put the dog down. So, of course, Patricia rescued him immediately, and her family loved their new dog. They named him Comet, and they gave him a great life. And they knew that he was smart, but they didn't know how smart he was until he faced a challenge one day. So Comet loved to carry around an empty plastic bucket by holding its handle in his mouth. Now, he just carried around an empty bucket. He didn't actually have anything in it. He also loved to have a ball thrown to him, and he would run away with the ball in his mouth so that the humans would chase him to get the ball. One day, Patricia's two kids decided that they would test Comet to find out which thing he liked better, the ball or the bucket. Well, Comet took a moment to assess the situation. They had given him the bucket and the ball. And then he ran to the ball, picked it up in his mouth, and he dropped it in the bucket. He knew that you could put something in the bucket. Then he held the bucket in his mouth and ran off with both his prizes. Now that's a truly smart dog and a great example of why we are so passionate about rescuing dogs and cats at Chicken Soup for the Soul. That awesome dog was going to be put down before the Lund family saved him. And that's why we donate royalties from our dog and cat books to American Humane, which does amazing work rescuing pets from overcrowded shelters, from hoarding situations, from natural disasters. They put your money to work saving the lives of these incredible animals that add so much to our lives and deserve to be treated with respect and humanity. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast. I am so excited about the stories in this new dog book that I'm sharing more than 20 of them with you in future episodes of the podcast and in episodes that have already run. So let your friends and family know about all these dog stories and show them how to get the podcast on their phones or computers because there are lots of people who still don't know how. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul Life Lessons from the Dog, go to our website, chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there, and you can check out the front and back covers and read more about it. You can also pick up a copy wherever books are sold, including at Walmart, Target, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Amazon. 
come back next week for some great stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Power of Yes.